0: Praise the Lord. So I'm talking of the creative power of words. Now you see, some of us don't know how terrible, how dangerous words could be. When we speak, we don't know the effects of those words. Words, when I use the word dangerous, I'm not talking about just destructive words. Words could be destructive and they could be creative. Hallelujah. In other words, waste carries power. Which could be destructive or creative. Is that okay? Are you listening to me? Alright. So now in Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 the Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue, And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Now the word tongue is a Hebrew word, yod, which are telling me it's like you stretch your hand to blow. That means there is force in your tongue. Hallelujah. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. What it's saying here is the way you use your tongue can either give you life or give you death. And in that case, <laughs> you must come to the place where you can't blame anybody for what you get. That's why it's saying, they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. That means there is a fruit that comes based on how you use your tongue. Now, when I use the word creative power of God," it means that your tongue can either create something positive or create something negative. It is the creative. Are you getting what I'm saying now? It is the creative. It could either be positive or negative. But the Bible says, you love it, you will eat the fruit. My implication what we saying it the choice you made of your tongue will depend on what comes to you now your environment can become something else all because of how you apply and use your tongue hallelujah so it speaks of a hand it's like a, a hand that indicates power means Direction, dominion. Yacht. Hallelujah. Now, you find a tongues cannot ordinarily be active except there is also a source. Now, if you look at Mighty 12, verse 34. The Bible's old generation of vipers might 1234. How hey, can you be evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, they must speak it. Hallelujah. When we say the abundance of the heart, they must speak it. What it actually means is what you speak is not just what you are premeditating. It's not just what you are just conceiving. The words abundance means the overflow of what is in your heart. hallelujah so i find that wicked acts and sinful actions can be considered to be the overflow of what is already within your heart so when people speak they are not just speaking they are Ways that are already within. The overflow of their heart is what you are hearing. Hallelujah. Are you catching this? It's a heart that's not a fool. Now, when we say somebody is wicked by the utterance of the people. is the fullness of the wickedness of the spirit that is in man. Hallelujah. Holy wells and righteous words and gracious words are also an overflow of hearts that is filled with the Holy Spirit and running over with a love to God and for men. Praise the Lord. You can know a man who is full of the Holy Spirit by the things he says. You can know a man who is full of wickedness by the things he says. No, but for every word you alter, there is a correspondence reward that you get. Hallelujah. Are you listening to this? I want you to understand that you create a right environment for yourself you create destruction for yourself all through words and don't you ever pretend to tell me your mouth can produce foul words and yet you think you are righteous on the inside hallelujah are you catching this you can't prove it that you are so holy and yet what comes out of your word your mouth is destructive that is not true Because everything you say is an overflow. That's why I say from the abundance of the heart. So you understand that destruction is within. Life is also within. But the point is, though they are within, they don't produce until you voice them out. Are you there with me? By implication, You can create life by voicing out what is within. Now, people can simply call that maybe speaking faith or positive confession or as the case may be. Is that all right? Okay. But it has to be with the overflow from that which is within. The fullness of the Holy Spirit. You can create life, create enabling environment, create peaceful environment. Create joyful environment based on what overflows from your heart. The seat of your heart determines your environment. Hallelujah. Is anybody catching this? The seat of your heart, the very center of your heart determines your environment. Because you create what overflows from you. Your environment is created. the things you say now some of you because you don't understand this you say all manner of things without consideration as to the effect of the things you say let me tell you something when waste comes out it's difficult to take them back why is it difficult it's not that for instance you cannot say I'm sorry but the truth is it has created an effect that may probably take time for you to erase in the heart of the hearers. and such an effect could be negative or positive, they could be destructive or life but then you have created something because of what you said Are you still there? (laughs) Praise the Lord. I want you to understand what I'm saying. Sometimes you blame the devil for the things that are happening around you. But it's truly not the devil. It's just the things you say. Amen? It's just the things you say. To yourself to your atmosphere, to, you know, where's are creative? You say things, you create certain things. Do you know even as I'm standing here and I can just simply use a word and every one of you can literally stand up and begin to leave this place. It doesn't require anything. It doesn't. Your life <laughs> is centered and what flows out of you, what you alter on a daily basis, that is why the scripture refers to the tongue as a wall of fire. Amen. And so, if you love destruction, keep opening your mouth on the negative side. Somebody says, I expect you to deserve me to change. No, you know what the spirit said in the book of Revelation He said, He that is righteous let him be righteous. He that is wicked, let him be wicked. You don't need to tell people to change. Why is it so? Well, the Bible says, your backsliding heart shall ready, thee, your wicked heart shall reprove thee. Go ahead. Say all that you can say. Do all that you can do. You don't need to tell people to change. Because they that love it, we eat the fruit thereof. That's a benefit for the things you say. Are you catching what I'm talking about? Give me this volume a little bit. You can escape what you say because you produce it. Are you catching that? You will own what you produce. Let me let me let me let me let me, let me say something, and I'm gonna take you into something very real anyway. I'm just trying to help you on this. Source of creativity. For instance, let me let me just say something about the source of creativity. For instance, because we need to look about the issue of God. Because we are just like God, isn't it? Hello. We are God's children. We have the DNA of God. We have the life of God. And so we ought to be like our father. Are you getting this? Maybe that's where you're going to understand the message. But let me talk to you about the source of creativity. For instance, if a carpenter wanted to produce a table... To create a table whatever design he has in mind to create what is he gonna to use to create the table you've got the wood isn't it come on are you there so he's gonna get some wood yeah wood <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey he's gonna get some wood is that okay and from that wood he's gonna get his table he's gonna get his chair whatever so by implication Everything that you can produce, there have to be a source for that thing. Is that okay? Right. You want to produce a car, you need some metals. Anything you want to produce, you need a source. You need some materials. You need some raw materials to produce it. I want you to understand it because it's very important. By implication, you can't get anything without first having a source which you use to produce what you produce. Connect this to life and death. In other words, you want to have life, you have to have a source of material to produce life. What is the source of the material you're going to use? Words. You want death, you have to look for source of materials. And, and what are the things you need to produce debt? Works. Yes. Are you catching what I'm talking about? And don't you forget, if a carpenter produces a table, it is his own. He has possession of it. Come on, understand this. It's, you know, somebody said, but the carpenter will sell it. Now, when he sells it, what does he get? He gets money. So anything you produce is yours by rights. I can take it from you. If I have to take it from you, I pay for it. Come on here. Are you listening to me? Understand this fact. Anything you produce is yours. But if I have to take it from you, I have to pay a price to get it from you. But you see, you need raw materials to produce anything that you must possess. Which you can also sell to make a living. Are you following it? Now I want to be showing you something. How many of you understand God created the universe or the world? Did it? How did God create the world? Through words. Now don't forget the principle. From the abundance of the hearts of men, they speak. Is that okay? Now God created the universe... The word universe actually means two words. It's a compound word. Universe, is a compound word. First one is uni, meaning one. Just mean unity or whatever, whatever. Uni, one. Second thing is verse. Verse means words. How many of you know there other a book written sometime by d it was called the Satanic Verse. You, you don't know much about that. Now the Satanic verse was the book written by one Rushdie. And then he was speaking about things about Muhammad and all that. So the Muslim world said he spoke against Prophet Muhammad who should be killed. And I think uh, I should still believe I might still be in the United Kingdom now. He has to take asylum there. He has to run down to another kingdom. Because they said he spoke against. But it's simply called the satanic verse. You know the word the words. You understand know what I'm trying to say? The satanic verse. So the word universe means when and verse. Which means words. Which means one word if you will. So when you say God created the universe. What do you mean? God spoke a word. Are you listening to me? Good. God spoke a word and the universe came into being. So, how will you create your own universe? You speak a word. So, every universe, in quote, that you find yourself was created by you. <laughs> you got you what I'm talking about now. Because for a carpenter to create a table, He needs what? A world which is raw material. Now, for God to create, listen to this now, God wanted to create the universe, it means he has to take materials from within himself because there was no material existing except God. The earth was not there, the trees were not there, the skies was not there. God wanted to create the earth. There was no material anywhere. Only God was in existence. Are you getting what I'm talking about now? But now he wants to create. So where did he take the resources from? From within him. So every word he spoke become productive towards what he said the thing should be. And so he said, My words that have gone out of my mouth shall not return to me void. What does that mean? If my word goes out, they become productive. So every word you speak is productive. It could be positive. It could be negative. Are you following what I'm talking about? Just understand this thing. That is why you just can't use your word anyhow or just the way you feel, just the way you think. You can't because you are created and the environment you create you possess. So many of us wrote ourselves in so dangerous situations by the things we say. Unknown to us. Thinking that we, do, we, we are just careless. We think maybe we're saying this, somebody's not there. But we don't know that we are possessing even as we are creating. Because God created the universe by the things he said. Are you following what I'm talking about? You can deceive yourself. You can't help by deceiving yourself. You just get what you create. Learn to speak words that are wholesome. Learn to speak words that are life. Both to your neighbor, to your friends, to your... Just learn to speak words. The Bible tells me that the words that came out of the mouth of Jesus, they were gracious words. Learn to speak words that are gracious. Learn to speak into your future. Learn to speak. Create the environment. Listen to me. There is this power in your life. As a power of words. And when you tap into what I'm talking about, you come to a place where you know that your prayer is effectual when you say a thing that Jesus said is not the issue of repeating words all over again and again and again and again. Very repetition are words that doesn't carry power. Because they are not from a source. Hallelujah. Are you still there? Now let me show you something. Romans chapter 11. Romans 11, verse 36. Are we there? Romans 11, verse 36. The Bible says, For from him, and through him, and to him are all things. From whom? From God, through God, so God are all things. For all things originate with Him and come from Him. All things live through Him. And all things center in and attend to consummate and to end in Him. To Him be glory forever. Amen. So be it. All things came from God. How did all things come from God? He spoke. Hallelujah. Are you catching what I'm talking about? How did God create all things? He spoke. For instance, when he said, let there be light, light came forth. Let there be the eggs. Let there be the trees. Let there be the firmament of heaven. Let there be the birds that fly in the firmament of the heavens. He just created by the things he said. The environment, the whole universe, were put together because God spoke. Now, this is where it concerns him It's a family affair. Did he hear what I said? No? Turn to the book of Ephesians. Out of himself through the spoken words which he uttered, everything in creation came into existence. Hallelujah. God simply spoke and out of him flew out everything that you can find in creation. Now, Ephesians 3, are you there? Look at 14, 15. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of whom? Hear this. The whole heaven, I mean the whole family in heaven and earth is what? His name. Now I want you to understand this. His name after means, your source, your origin. My family, bears my name. Did you understand what I'm talking about? Every one of you bear the names of your family. You can trace your genealogy. You know who gave birth to you. You know your grandfather and so on and so on and so on and so forth. So that kind of... So it's a family thing. What am I trying to say? If our father lived by creating true words, you can only live by creating true words. It's a family affair. Come on, are you understanding this? When I was young... My secondary school days. I always make one statement. Then I was not in what you call a believer, but I was a believer. Because we think being a believer means being a Bible carrier. That's not true. Come on. I was a believer in God and knew there was God. And know somewhere along the line. God created me. And I've always said this. I will never fail in life. I know what I'm going to become. Even in the class, we would talk. I said, no. I will never fail in life. I know what I'm going to become. Hallelujah. I remember because of certain questions I asked in my secondary school days, my teacher had to just like what we do in church today. When they ask you questions, you can't answer. You get angry with the people. Huh? <laughs> he felt I was asking too many questions. So he banished me from his class. And he told me, you will never amount to anything in life. I said, sir, watch it and see. Before you have your first degree, I and mean your second degree, then he had his agency. Before you have your second degree, you will hear about me. And if I never attended these classes. But I chatted a course because God was showing me things even at that age. While he was in Univen, I was in this school. So it's like we graduated at the same time. Because we were teaching there with HSC. Are you following what I'm talking about? But if I because I couldn't do his course, I amount to nothing. But I've already spoken something to myself. I will not even be the last. I won't fail in life. I know where I'm going. Are you getting what I'm talking about? You need to screw up your mind to know that this is a family affair. I'm not talking of your family gaga. I'm not talking about that. When I say family affair, I'm dealing with, you being born into the family of God. So you ought to be gods on the earth. And only God can create true worlds. <laughs> are you understanding what I'm saying? You are yeah, gods, the Bible says. It's a family of it. How did God create the universe? he spoke? Why do you think God is going to change his mind when he comes to your tongue? As I say, life and death and the power of the tongue. You are free to eat the food. They that love you shall eat the food thereof. Now, in John chapter 1 verse number 12. John 1. Verse number 12. What did the Bible say there? Hallelujah. It said, for as many as believe. Did it say so? Huh? Huh? What do you find there? As many as I receive him, what happens? To do what? But you know, receive is synonymous to so. now the key thing is God of the God of verse 11. He came into his own and his own received him not. How does he come through the spirit? Am I correct? All right, now to the Jewish people, he came in the natural, but to you, it doesn't come in the natural, huh? Okay, he came out of his own, he saw receive him not. And the Bible said, To neither receive him, to them, do what. Gave him power. That's what I want you to understand. To become the sons of God. Even to them that do what? Believe on his name. Now like I told you before. There is no other name. Or that the whole heaven and earth is going to be named after him. There is one name. And there is one nature. There is one character. There is one attribute and attitude if you will. If you receive him as. Let me use the language of the church your personal Lord and Savior, then He gives you power to do what? To become the sons of God. Now, if God created the universe through wealth, you His son, you don't have any other source by which you can truly create your environment other than a true what? True words. Do you understand that? You don't have any other source. There is so much power in the things you say. I was... I was somewhere and I was watching this film. This thing was going on, and there is this huge guy. How many of you watched the? There was this Nigerian video in or something like that. Sakaba. You saw the huge guy that actually acted that. Yeah. I didn't know he's a lecturer in West but he's in the theater art. But there is something I love about that man. He doesn't talk too much, but when he talks. He matches the talk with the actions. That is how to live. Don't talk too much. Be a man that says a thing and stand by the things you say. That is how to be a child of God. Hallelujah. I'll be a parrot. No. And I was meant to say even in the school, in the class, when he lectures, he says few words. I love that man just for that character. It's not by so many things you say. Because the Bible says in the multitude of words, there won't no sin. That is, you sin when you talk too much. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm talking about? You sin when you talk too much. Be a man of few words that overflows from the depth of your hearts empowered and energized by the Holy Spirit that are creative for you to possess life. You are literally destroyed by the things you say. him as the Holy Spirit. He resides within you. You become the sons of God by reason of the power he gives to you. You can become creative with the things you say. This is when your prayers become effectual. Are you still there with me? This way your prayers become effectual. You say a few words, but it's not you just saying it. It's an overflow of the Holy Spirit that's right on your inside. You don't say too many things. Life is not about so many words. Life is about creative words. Hallelujah. Are you still with me? Life is about creative words. It could be fuel, but energized by the power of God. You can learn to create environment for yourself. Beautiful environment, good environment for yourself. You can do that. By the things you say. Glory to God. You can do that by the things you say. Let's be like God who created a unique verse <laughs> by the things he said. Simply, let there be light. And there was light. Let there be the earth. Whatever it was, creation came into place. Are you still there with me? Are you following what I'm talking about? I want you to understand this simple fact this mind. There is power in the words you say. You can look into your business and speak some words. Hallelujah. You can look into your business and you say some words. You can look into dying situations and speak some words. They have to be the words of life. And they have to be such things that it's an overflow of the depth of the Holy Spirit that is within you. Create life. Even for people. Create life. Praise the living God.